0: Quick disclaimer, information in this podcast is for general informational purposes only and is not intended to be treated as medical advice. Always consult with your healthcare team before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, supplementation, or medication.
1: Written by a dietitian with a couple of quotes from unqualified people and absolutely no reference to scientific research. Does that make something good information? Welcome
0: to Type 2 Diabetes Talk. The place where we chat about what really works to treat type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes naturally, with nutrition and lifestyle. If you're looking to optimize blood sugar and A1C, lose weight, reduce medications, and improve your overall health, this is the place to be. Now here's your host, type 2 diabetes nutrition specialist, Dr. Jetta.
1: Hello and thanks for joining me for the second episode of Type 2 Diabetes Talk, which is on a topic that's important to everyone listening, but also a topic that seems to get confused by lots of people. What's that topic? It's Type 2 Diabetes Treatment, and more specifically, understanding the importance between treatment and prevention. And after this episode, you'll be clear on the difference and how knowing this will help you get the best results. So in the very first episode, I spoke about our core values and approach, and the first two were evidence over opinion and treatment versus prevention. Both of these values are central to today's chat about quality information that can support you to concentrate on the things that really matter to achieve the results you deserve. There is a big difference between treatment versus prevention but as i said people tend to get them confused which is keeping us at the same level of thinking and not solving any problems i've discussed the topic of treatment versus prevention with members many times and across many articles we've written for the members library and on the dmp blog it's an important topic as it forms the basis of how we'll generally approach things in this show and also a method for you to consider how to go about things moving forward with your type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. Before delving into today's episode, I decided to do a Google search on type 2 diabetes treatment. Here's some of the things that came up from quickly browsing the search results. Treatment consists of self-care and anti-diabetic medications. Treatments include diet, exercise, medication, and insulin therapy. You may be able to manage your diabetes with healthy eating and being active, or your doctor may prescribe insulin, other injectable medications, or oral medications. Treatment includes lifestyle changes, including dietary changes and exercise to promote weight loss, self-care measures, and sometimes medications. Type 2 diabetes is treated with changes in your diet and depending on the response of your blood glucose levels, sometimes tablets and insulin. So they're the things I found when I did the Google search. However, when I scrolled down the search results further, all I saw were topics about medication, including for people with pre-diabetes. Recently, Jean shared her experience in being prescribed metformin where she felt she really didn't need it. She said, if doctors would only treat A1C with diet first, then introduce pills later. This is such a great point, Jean, and that's one thing we can all gather from the initial search I did on Google, and probably what you've found yourself when searching in the past. Diet, healthy eating, self-care and exercise are a significant part of your treatment. Medications can help, but the truth is that in most cases they are being overprescribed. And in most cases, doctors don't treat diabetes with diet first and pills later, but the other way around. Sometimes pills are the only type of treatment offered. I've even heard doctors tell people that diet is not going to help. Some aren't believers. Some think people can't or won't change. They're usually left gobsmacked, of course, once people take our programs because their results are so incredible. The point being that I know from the research I've conducted and the experience of thousands of members over the past decade that diet and nutrition are the most important part of your treatment. And let me tell you this medical care guidelines across the globe state that doctors should be encouraging diet and lifestyle strategies as the first form of treatment, yet they don't. Medical care guidelines also state that doctors should be encouraging diet and lifestyle strategies at all stages of treatment, yet they don't. There's a reason why medical care guidelines state this in the first place. Ample research shows that diet and nutrition is more effective than medication for lowering blood sugar and A1C, promoting weight loss if you need it, and helping to reduce or stop medications. This has been proven by research time and time again. As I said, medications can help, and you should never feel bad about taking medications or not being able to reduce them as much as you might want or to stop them. Of course, everyone will be different. But you don't want to rely solely on medications for treatment because if you need to keep increasing your medications, it may indicate your diabetes is getting worse, not better. With diet and nutrition, many factors of your diabetes health can be improved. Your blood sugar and A1c levels, your weight, your overall metabolism, your cholesterol, blood pressure and the list goes on. If you're currently taking medications, diet and nutrition can help you reduce or stop medications and improve many other factors of your health. So make diet and nutrition your primary focus for treating your condition. But therein lies another problem. You go searching out there on the wild west web. You read information online that you think is meant to be for type two diabetes treatment. So you try that, but it doesn't really help your blood sugar. You don't seem to be getting anywhere and only feel more confused and overwhelmed. Sound familiar? We hear this from people a lot, so you're not alone. So here's the thing. Lots of information out there on the Wild West web is based on evidence for diabetes prevention, not diabetes treatment. That's right, whether it be health professionals or health organisations, they are sharing information on diabetes prevention, lumping it all under the same umbrella of healthy diet information. That's not helpful at all. Type 2 diabetes treatment is very different to diabetes prevention. A person in the general population that doesn't already have type 2 diabetes or pre diabetes is a person living without a health condition, obviously. Whereas a person living with type 2 diabetes or prediabetes is someone who has an altered metabolism, a certain level of carbohydrate intolerance, and difficulties with blood sugar control along with other possible problems. Therefore, diet and nutrition recommendations for someone who is healthy versus someone who has an altered metabolism is not going to be the same. The two are very different scenarios, wouldn't you agree? It's pretty logical. Yet, like I said, oftentimes these two terms are getting lumped under the one umbrella when making recommendations to you. Let's look closer at one example from the American Diabetes Association so you can get a clearer picture of what I'm talking about. Now, we'd all think that the ADA provides us with the most up-to-date, accurate information, but that's not actually the case. One of their articles is titled, What Superstar Foods Are Good for Diabetes? So if you were reading that, you'd naturally assume that the foods listed are going to be some of the top, very best foods to eat to treat diabetes, right? It would be an easy assumption to make. They write in the first paragraph, I quote, The list of foods below are rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants and fibre, that are good for overall health and may also help prevent disease. Basically, they've already said in the first paragraph that the foods listed help prevent disease, so does that make them a superstar for diabetes? Well, that's questionable. One of the foods listed as a superstar for diabetes is whole grains. Yes, we've all heard that whole grains are healthy, and sure, there is ample evidence to suggest that whole grain intake is associated with reduced risk prevention and decreased incidence of type 2 diabetes and other health conditions, of course. That makes sense. A whole grain is a better food source than a white, refined or processed grain. And generally, when people are eating whole grains, they are also consuming lots of other healthy foods and will generally be healthier overall. So considering the evidence, For people without diabetes, whole grains may be a good food as part of a balanced diet. And yes, whole grains are going to be a better choice overall for anyone because, compared to refined grains, they contain more fibre and nutrients. But suggesting that whole grains are a superstar food for diabetes is misleading and quite inaccurate. In fact, it is contradictory. To the scientific evidence we have available and the evidence provided by the ADA themselves. In the ADA's 2017 Standards of Medical Care in Diabetes, it stated, I quote, whole grain consumption is not associated with improvements in glycemic control in type 2 diabetes. Interestingly, they removed that statement from subsequent medical care guidelines, even though there is still nothing to substantiate whole grains being beneficial for blood sugar control in type 2 diabetes. For treatment of type 2 diabetes, in fact, there is virtually no evidence that shows any benefit for consuming whole grains. Whole grains are not a superstar food for diabetes and they are not an important part of treatment. As the ADA medical care guidelines stated, whole grain consumption is not associated with improvements in glycemic control in type 2 diabetes. It doesn't stop there. Next, I did a Google search on diet for diabetes. I see things like key elements are fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Fill half of it with vegetables such as roasted squash, grilled asparagus, or a salad. For the next quarter, consider a complex carb such as a small, plain sweet potato brown rice, whole wheat couscous or whole grain pasta. At least half of your grains for the day should be whole grains, including wheat, rice, oats, cornmeal, barley and quinoa. I went even further to Google whole grains and diabetes. An article on Diabetes UK uses the basis for recommending whole grains due to this statement. I quote, Some studies have shown that healthy diets Rich in whole grain foods can reduce the risk of heart disease, stroke, certain types of cancer and type 2 diabetes. There we have it again. They are talking about reduced risk, not treatment. The question should be, what do the research studies show for the effect on glycemic control in people with type 2 diabetes? We already have the answer to that, which we just covered from the ADA. Whole grain consumption is not associated with improvements in glycemic control in type 2 diabetes. One article by Diabetes Canada, titled The Whole Truth About Whole Grains, states People with diabetes should eat whole grains regularly. They include a quote that says, For those with diabetes, choosing whole grains over refined grains can help to maintain optimum blood sugar readings. To substantiate the claim, they note the director of a non profit food organisation which looked at research in people with metabolic syndrome, not research in people with type 2 diabetes. While these two health conditions have some relationship, they're not exactly the same. The article was written by a registered dietitian and contains quotes from a couple of unqualified people, but absolutely no reference. To scientific research. Does that make it good information? From my point of view, certainly not. Out there on the Wild West web, you're going to see a lot of crap, like stuff I've already mentioned. You really have to be aware of this. You'll also see sites like Everyday Health and Healthline pop up in Google search all the time. These sites pay writers to mass-produce articles and the writers are generally not qualified to write them. So lots of stuff on these sites is the same old, same old, outdated info just being regurgitated to you and a lot of it will be based on prevention rather than treatment. So if you are using these sites to retrieve information, please keep that in mind. So you might be thinking... Why do we see this kind of stuff in so many dietary recommendations for people with type 2 diabetes when there is no actual scientific evidence that whole grains support treatment of diabetes, for example? Well, this is one of those cases of people don't understand the difference between treatment and prevention. And it's also a matter of this has been the status quo for decades. You know, a lot of dietary misinformation is deeply ingrained into societal norms so we just keep regurgitating the same basic info and as we've just seen from the searches i've done the misinformation can come from so-called experts and health organizations as well be aware of it reduce risk of a health condition is different to treatment that's what we're talking about here as i said before Reduce risk generally means someone who doesn't yet have diabetes, or it could refer to reduce risk of getting type 2 diabetes if you already have prediabetes. As long as it's clear, that is the context of the information. On the other hand, treatment refers to how someone who already has type 2 diabetes or prediabetes can benefit. The question for you is how can I treat my type 2 diabetes or prediabetes? naturally using diet and nutrition, and of course lifestyle too. That's the question you really want answered, which out there on the Wild West web rarely gets answered effectively. If you're searching the Wild West web, start becoming more aware of this stuff. Don't just assume, because the information is coming from the American Diabetes Association, Diabetes UK, Diabetes Canada, Diabetes Australia, or another health organisation that this information is accurate. As someone who has been researching type 2 diabetes, nutrition and health for over a decade, I can tell you a lot of it isn't. Unfortunately, this crossover between diabetes treatment and diabetes prevention occurs everywhere. This is the type of information that can make the concept of eating to treat your diabetes a very confusing issue. It's one of the primary reasons there is so much conflicting advice. Sorry to harp on about it, but it really makes me frustrated sometimes. Here on Type 2 Diabetes Talk, we'll be focusing on how to treat diabetes naturally with nutrition and lifestyle, and that's the best mindset for you to be in, in order to achieve optimal health.
0: It's time to leave all the noise and confusion behind and get proven, practical solutions that really work. Understand your diabetes and exactly what to eat to keep your blood sugar stable, lose weight, and reduce medications. All this and more is possible with Dr. Jetta's scientifically proven T2 diet program. Take charge of your diabetes health and join the program today. Visit type2diabetestalk.com forward slash
1: programs. So, to help you get started on the right track, let's go over some type 2 diabetes treatment basics. Type 2 diabetes and prediabetes are both conditions that largely occur as a consequence of altered metabolism. Although the body's metabolism is complex, this simply means that certain things are not operating as normal. For instance, certain cells or hormones in your body have stopped communicating to each other effectively. And this can cause a cascade effect, such as alterations in the way your body manages sugar, changes in cholesterol and blood pressure, weight gain, and so forth. These are all part of the same issue. We're going to dive deep into this in future episodes. For now, though, just think, okay, type 2 diabetes and prediabetes are a condition of altered metabolism. And here's the thing, an altered metabolism is not necessarily permanent. You can change it. You can re alter your metabolism by making diet and lifestyle changes. And by doing so, you can lower blood sugar and A1C to achieve and maintain normal levels again. You can lose weight if you need to. You can improve your blood pressure and cholesterol and many other aspects of your health. No matter where you are right now, you can change it. You have natural strategies within your power to dramatically improve your health. In terms of natural treatment strategies, number one is your diet and nutrition. Your diet plays a key role in treatment of type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. With the right diet and nutrition, you can reverse type 2 diabetes, re your metabolism and get your blood sugar and HbA1c levels back to normal, lose weight if you need to, avoid nasty diabetes complications, reduce or eliminate your need for medication, and level out your overall health. That's the power of your diet and nutrition. Second to diet comes physical activity. The body was made to move. But over time, we have become more sedentary. So try and move your body more. It doesn't have to be a large amount of exercise. Even 10 minutes a day can help. And 10 minutes more than what you're doing can help even more. So try to do something each day. The thing is though, if you can't do any exercise, which I know is the case for some people, focus on your nutrition as you can still achieve incredible results with absolutely no exercise at all. Nutrition is the number one treatment strategy. Then there's other things like decreasing stress and getting quality sleep. Which can make a dramatic difference. Stress triggers the hormone cortisol, and one of the effects of cortisol is to raise blood sugar levels, meaning, too much stress can contribute to elevated blood sugar levels or lack of ability to gain good control. Quality of sleep is often overlooked and underappreciated in overall health and blood glucose regulation, too. Lack of quality sleep reduces insulin sensitivity and affects things like the pancreatic beta cells that are involved in producing insulin to help regulate blood sugar. There is also a strong link between sleep quality and appetite regulation and food cravings, along with various other factors. Basically, sleep quality affects our hormone function and hormones are intricately connected to type 2 diabetes and prediabetes. Optimising weight is important as well. Again, excess weight can influence hormones in the body which disrupt our appetite, decrease insulin sensitivity, affect our immune system and increase inflammation in the body's cells. And excess weight doesn't help any health condition we may have. So natural nutrition and lifestyle strategies can help you optimise your weight as well. Then there are also natural therapeutic supplements that can assist with your treatment to support further improvements things like berberine turmeric chromium apple cider vinegar and others so we'll be exploring these in more detail in future as well coming back to the primary natural treatment strategy it's diet and nutrition that's the topic we're deep diving into on the next episode for now Think about what we've explored today the importance of treatment versus prevention and evidence over opinion. When you're searching out there on the Wild West Web, be aware of the differences between information for prevention of a health condition, as it's very different from treatment of a health condition. Question what you read. Better yet, find a trusted and reliable source of quality evidence-based information and scientifically proven programs such as we provide at DMP. You can access lots of free resources and information on our website or check out our programs and services as well. So you can head to type2diabetestalk.com forward slash DMP. The point is, when you get the right information, you can implement the right natural treatment strategies in your life and you'll be amazed at how dramatically your health can improve. I'm excited to say you'll be hearing from some of our members in the not-too-distant future as well, where they'll share their stories and how the power of nutrition has completely changed their lives. If you're enjoying Type 2 Diabetes Talk and excited for what's to come, please head on over and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or your favourite podcast platform, because your positive reviews will help the show reach people far and wide to share the power of nutrition and lifestyle for natural diabetes treatment. So I appreciate your support in doing that. On the next episode, we're diving in to talk about diet and nutrition. How effective is it and how can it really help you? And I'll have a free resource to get you started toward optimal blood sugar and health. So please tune in for some really great info. That's all from me today. Dr. Jetta, over and out. Thanks for tuning in
0: to Type 2 Diabetes Talk. Please subscribe to the show on your favourite podcast platform. And for episode replays, episode notes and more, visit type2diabetestalk.com. New episodes are available Tuesdays, 10 a.m., U.S. Eastern Time, or your time zone equivalent. Thanks again. We're truly grateful to be a part of your life and help make a real difference.